Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, this is very exciting. The very first episode of The Beauty Cabinet by House of Fraser. So on this podcast, you can expect to hear about all things beauty. So trends, our favorite beauty products. We'll be chatting to insiders from the beauty industry, getting their expert tips. So really, this podcast will keep you up to date on everything you need to know that's going on in the beauty world. I'm Georgia Dayton, and I'm part of the beauty marketing team. So really, I get to find out a lot of what's going on before it hits the shelves. And I'm Holly Bretherton. I'm the beauty content editor and I keep up to date with all the latest trends and launches to lead the conversation on social media, emails and features. We're so excited about this first episode and we are starting off with some great guests. We're going to hear from the beauty team. But first, I think it's nice to kick off with what's new at this time. So NARS just celebrated their 25th anniversary and they brought out 72 new lipsticks. 72? Yeah. <gasps> I think it's 60 new shades and then they brought back 12 of the original shades. And wow. yeah, it looks amazing. I've seen a lot of it going down on Instagram. Yes. And all the towers of lipsticks that influencers have been receiving. Very exciting. You pretty much, if you had 72 new lipsticks, you would never need to buy another one for, well, I can't imagine. Yeah, you think forever. <laughs> and Nars lipsticks are so great. They're so pigmented. All the colours are amazing. The packaging's really nice. It's the sleek matte black packaging. So you can't go wrong really with a yeah, Nars lipstick. Yeah, Nars lipsticks are amazing. And how much are the lipsticks? They're all £22 and there's a mix of matte, satins and sheers. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I actually can't believe that Nars has been around for 25 years. I know. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> so long. It's impressive because they're still one of the most popular beauty brands. They're one of the ones that has actually managed to really go the distance. Yeah, and you do think of it as a really professional makeup brand. Yeah. Like, I think of it as a makeup brand that makeup artists use. Yeah, definitely. Um, and obviously their iconic orgasm um, blusher is incredible and there's yes. so many other great products that, yeah, they, that they, they have. They also really recently released the orgasm range. So there's the orgasm highlighter and the liquid blush and the lip tint and that's still going strong as well. So, so many great massive. products. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the ones that I'm personally most excited about this month is the Benefit cakeless concealer probably because I've you know having a few sleepless nights at the moment with a newborn baby um and I find that this concealer really does cover up those bags yeah is it the first liquid concealer from um Benefit yeah it's new for them isn't it yeah because I remember one of the first 
sort of higher end beauty products that I ever bought was the Erase Paste. Oh, and this is, is basically it? a continuation of that. And that has always been amazing at covering up your under eye circles. And yeah, this is amazing. And as Benefit always do, when they launch a product, it, it's a bang, isn't it? Yeah. So they, um, did they link with Deliveroo? Yes. And um, yeah, so they, you could order a cake. Yeah, they and... brought some cakes into the office, <laughs> which was really nice. Um, and we all gave the concealer a try. And yeah, I think everyone was really impressed. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really good one. Yeah. Um, another sort of base um, launch this month is the Clarins Everlasting Youth Foundation, um, which I think we're really, we're talking about this a lot at the moment. A lot of the brands are bringing out products, you know, makeup products that also have skincare benefits. Yeah. Um, so this one obviously has a lot of skincare benefits. So it tightens, it illuminates. But it also gives a full coverage, which I find with a lot of illuminating foundations, you just don't get. Yeah, exactly. So this is both illuminating and firming, which is basically everything that you want in a foundation. <laughs> um, it's a good one. And Clarins as well, like such an iconic brand. Good price point. I think this foundation is £35. Yeah. Um, so if you are looking for a new foundation, this is a good one um, to go and have a look at, particularly because of the skincare benefits yeah and it really evens out your complexion it's got the pigments in it that kind of blurs any imperfections which makes your skin look really perfect but also it's got quite a natural finish as well so. your skin still looks like skin yeah um that's for me personally again that is something i'd really really look for in a foundation yeah for a daytime foundation this is spot on <laughs> and last i mean it's difficult to talk about fragrance on a podcast because i feel like fragrance you just need to smell it don't you yeah um but YSL they've just brought our fragrance um you've probably some of you will have seen the campaign it's Dua Lipa isn't it she's yeah. in the campaign looking amazing yeah, she looks incredible yeah um so their new fragrance literally doesn't smell like any of the other YSL fragrances so if you're not a fan of the current ones it's definitely worth going to try this one it's completely and utterly different to anything they've ever done before yeah I think that was their aim to kind of move away from black opium because it's such a huge franchise for them and go for something a bit a bit lighter a bit more maybe a bit more feminine it's it's really nice yeah and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right but that's the YSL Libre you you won't be able to miss it in store because you can see Dewey Leaper plastered everywhere So today is very exciting. We are joined by Shannon Peter, who is the beauty director at Stylist. I absolutely cannot wait to chat to Shannon. I think every girl wants to hear what is in the cabinet of a beauty editor. So welcome. Thanks so much for having me. This is exciting. <laughs> so Shannon, what are the top five products that are in your beauty cabinet? So this is really hard for me to choose. As I'm sure you can imagine, I've got a kind of a crazy cabinet filled of lots and lots and lots of stuff. But there's some products that I always, always, always come back to. So I kind of want to celebrate those. Um, so the first one is the Clinique Take the Day Off Cleansing Balm. Um, I don't know if any of you, if either of you two have tried it. I have. It's amazing. It's actually something I've forgotten about. And yeah. you kind of just reminded me how it's good it is. It's an old school classic. It's yeah. so, so good. So it's just like a balm to oil cleanser. It comes in the purple pot. Um, you only need a tiny, tiny bit and you can just once, even if you've got a full face of makeup, just put a little bit on, massage it in really, really well and then rinse off the water. I use a muslin cloth, but you can you can do it without. You can use a flannel, you do it without. Um, and it literally peels back 
every single like morsel of makeup on your face it is so good i love because you get a white cloth with it don't you and i love that you like when you wipe wipe your makeup off you can literally see it all on that cloth yeah (laughs) i've always wanted to try it but the thing with balm cleansers i'm because i've got quite oily skin Mm -hmm. i get worried that it's going to clog my pores Mm, well that i'll tell you don't be stressed about oils actually if you have oily skin you should definitely be thinking about um, well, you don't have to include an oil, but if you don't be afraid of using them, basically. Yeah. If you've got oily skin um, and you start using an oil on top of that, what that will do is just stop your skin from overproducing its own oil because it will think it's got enough lubrication that you've put on it. So actually using an oil can counterbalance oiliness. I know it sounds completely like crazy. Oh, that's really but interesting. It's so balm is good for oily yeah. skin. Cleansing. You might not want to okay. use an actual face oil, but like a balm cleanser isn't going to... Uh, this is actually going to help, I think, rather yeah. than upset your skin. Yeah, interesting. Do it. <laughs> so, what's next? So, next, um, I adore the Kiehl's Ultralight Daily Defense SPF. Um, it's just like a really, you know, sturdy SPF formula. Um, comes in SPF fifty, um, which I like to use every single day. Um, it's so so light, like it's looks really white and quite thick when you put it out into your hand. It is runny, yeah. but it does look thick. But when you put it on, it blends so well that like you can't see that you've got it on. And for me, I really like a kind of a dewy finish. So yeah. this for me is so good because it just kind of gives you a little sheen. Like you don't need to wear highlighter or anything with it. Um, and makes your skin look really hydrated and healthy. Um, but it's, yeah, just so, so good. And so we put on our moisturiser and then our SPF, is that right? Absolutely, yeah. So you want to start your skincare with the lightest formula, which will technically, you know, if that if you're using a serum, it will be a serum. The things that's got the most active ingredients in, you want it closest to your skin. So you put that on first and then you'd go in with um, your moisturiser if you're wearing one. Um, and then on top of that, your SPF. Yeah, SPF should always be the last thing that you apply before and, makeup. And so this doesn't affect your foundation or anything? It's just no. almost like a base, I guess. This one I find, yeah, it doesn't, like, you just put it on, leave it maybe for like a minute or so just to, like, do its thing and settle in, and then your makeup's good to go on top. Like, it doesn't doesn't interact with it at all. It just stays in place, which is actually something you really rare to find in an SPF. Yeah. This one shears out really easily. Yeah. Like, when I use it, you don't get any white cast, no. do you? It's yeah. really nice. And I think that's like the biggest misconception people have with SPF and the reason why loads of people don't wear SPF is because they think, well, my makeup's never going to look good with it or, you know, it's too sticky, it's too white, it's too whatever. There are really good SPFs out there, so don't just use that as an excuse. Come on, guys, you've got to wear SPF. (laughs) Okay, this is one to try. And another product. Another product. Okay, so this is a real old school gem. It's the Estee Lauder Advanced Night Repair. Oh my um, God, I love it. Yes. It is so, so good. And it's one of those ones that I kind of wear, I wear and use religiously and then I kind of forget to use it. Like if I finish a bottle, I'll move on to something else maybe. And then I'm like, why am I, why am I stop using that? You can really see the difference in your skin. Um, I just adore it. Just really adore it. And now there's um, a new version of it coming out, which is like a slightly uh, denser and heavier weight version that you wear on the days you need a little more oomph. Um, but I just wear both. <laughs> I'm just like, give me more. All of the A&R. Yeah, exactly. I just love it so, so, so much. Do you know what I do as well with the a I actually mix it with my foundation. Okay, nice. So sometimes if I want like a 
bit of a lighter coverage. Yeah. I'll just mix it in and I'll just whack it on. Exactly. I can't remember who told me to do that, but I've, I did do that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love it. It's one of those things also because it says night repair, people think only wear it at night. Obviously, it does its best work at night when your skin, um, your skin works harder at night when you're sleeping to replenish itself. So that's why they've created this formula. But actually, like you do, wear it with your foundation. You can wear it whenever you want. Like it's just such a really good serum. You can wear it without moisturizer. Like I just love it. So what's next? Next, um, another Kiehl's, and it is the Kiehl's Creme de Corps Body Lotion. Um, I am so bad at remembering to moisturise my body. I am the worst beauty editor in the world. <laughs> I never do it, literally never do it. But I always do have a big uh, pump bottle of the um, Creme de Corps. And when I do decide that I'm going to moisturise my legs or my arms or whatever, this undoes all of that those months of neglect you can't tell (laughs) that it's been three months since I've applied body lotion you know it's so 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 good and again this one isn't sticky it isn't heavy it just soaks in super super well um you know you can put it on and get straight into bed or you can put it on and put your trousers on straight away like it's not it's not gonna like cling and have that horrible cloying like oh gross yeah feeling. the greasy feeling when you try mm. and put some jeans on after you yeah. put body moisturizer no, that, on you know when you have to like dance around your bathroom trying to get <laughs> yeah. it to dry none <laughs> of this it's so yeah. true as well it's so easy to do like a seven step facial skincare routine yeah. and then just completely forget about your body yeah just I do, do like a little completely know, and you quick draw. elbows yeah. shoulders yeah. <laughs> oh it's more than I do but <laughs> if you think about it it's ridiculous because our face is so small compared to all the other skin we have on our yeah. body and we just completely neglect it so I am trying harder and with the creme de corps that is, you know, it's much easier. My final product, yes. um, I'm heading into the little fragrance world. Um, I love, love, love fragrance and I especially love um, Jo Malone. So my favourite fragrance from them is the Earl Grey and Cucumber. Um, it's so light and fresh and you can wear it in the summer and it feels super nice and fresh but it also works really well in the winter it smells a bit like a gin and tonic. Ooh, Yeah, nice. it's just heavenly. I'm just thinking about it now. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think we've learned quite a lot there yeah. as well. Got a few things to add to the shopping list, definitely. Oh, good. So climate change is such a huge issue at the moment. So we're really excited to hear from Shannon about what we can do to be more sustainable with our beauty routines. Um, as a beauty director, Shannon, how do you keep your beauty routine as sustainable as you possibly can? Yeah, so this has been a bit of a, a cause of internal conflict for me recently. Um, obviously, as many people are, as lots of people are, trying to be, I'm trying to be more sustainable within all aspects of my life. Um, but as part of my job, it's to test new products and to, to so I'm able to recommend things to people and make sure that these things work and they do what they say they're going to do and they're right for certain people. So. I do have to try a lot of products. I I do get through a lot of stuff that maybe if I was just a regular consumer, I wouldn't. More recently, I'd say in the last year, I've been way more mindful about this. And um, I've been using thing. I mean, this sounds ridiculous now I say this, but I'm definitely using everything up till the very last drop. You know, even if I don't love it, persevering with it. um, Or if I think, okay, well, this is actually really good for my sister or really good for my friend. Like, and once I've tried it, I can give them the rest and know that they're going to love it. So making sure that every product that enters my bathroom gets used till the very last drop <laughs> yeah. is like super vital. And do you find sometimes if you if you do like vow that you're going to use it till the end, you grow to like it more than you might have done? I think definitely because I mean, especially with skincare, you need to give that skincare a chance to show what it can do. It's never, ever, ever going to like change your face overnight. So like you need to give it 
you know, some people say you need to give it six weeks, some people need to say you give it three months or six months, or whatever. So actually, you're right. The longer you use it, the more likely it is that you're going to enjoy using it and see some results from it. So definitely, um, it's made me give products an even greater chance than I did before, I guess. So that's always good as that's well. That's a good tip, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So anything else we should be doing? For me, when I'm speaking to people about sustainability, um, I think the massive or like the biggest thing you can do is just basically buy fewer things, but buy things that are really, really good and really will work for you. And that's obviously where my role comes in as a beauty director, but also, um, you know, other beauty podcasts recommending products or all these different places where people get the recommendations from influencers or whoever. That's our responsibility to make sure we're giving really um, well thought out recommendations and helping people, guide guiding people through that really um you know, difficult, confusing world of beauty because there's so many products out there. How do you know what's right for you? So for me, it's all about buying a fewer things, um, using them up to the very last drop and not buying something new until you've finished the old ones. So not buying a new moisturiser until yeah. you've finished your last moisturiser, um, which seems like so simple now you think about it. But we were definitely in a time where you know, everybody needed the new eyeshadow palette or needed everything new, like... Yeah, exactly. And also, sometimes, you you know, your friend might say to you, oh, I've just got this amazing new moisturiser, you should try it. Yeah. When you only bought a moisturiser a week Absolutely. ago, and then yeah. you'll, you'll think, oh, okay, yeah, I'll buy it now, I'll wait till I've, you know, used up the other one, but you yeah. don't, because no, you just you can't wait to try yeah, it. Absolutely. And yeah. then you end up with these two pots of moisturisers that are both open, and obviously skincare products do have like a limited lifespan in the pot so it wants they're open so you're then you know you're, you're dicing with it a bit whether you're going to be able to get to the bottom of both of those before that um, expiry date hits um so yeah it's definitely just trying to be a bit more patient and which is so hard in the world of beauty there's new things every single hour of every single day there's something new hitting shelves i know it's so 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 hard but i think we definitely are reaching a period where it's less about the collecting it's less about buying everything new and it's more about using up what you have yeah and I guess like knowing your cult products yeah. and your favorites and yeah. maybe even buying them in a bigger size absolutely yes yeah there are loads of um brands bringing out jumbo sizes of their of their products right now which I think is a really really interesting movement because we were definitely in the travel size yeah. like world <laughs> for a very long time and we're definitely seeing a return to kind of those jumbo size like salon size shampoos and conditioners and things like that which I think is great you can decant that into smaller things for travel so you're still getting your travel size out of it um but you know you're you're getting more, quite often more for your money but then yeah, also I was gonna say yeah. good good on your purse strings as completely well. yeah. and then um from a sustainability angle it's much better as well so yeah. I think there was some stats out recently as well that said over 50% of us in the UK don't recycle our bathroom products, yeah. which is crazy. But then it is something that people don't necessarily think about in the no. same way that everybody has a recycling bin in their kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Well, you but wouldn't think food, food waste, plastics, glass, mm. we all do automatically in our kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Well, we should do. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I personally don't think about it, really. Yeah. And so, I know I should. Do you have any tips on how to recycle mm. your products? I do. Um strangely enough um my colleague hannah um she's just written a really amazing piece about how to recycle your bathroom so i won't pretend that all this knowledge is my own <laughs> but hannah has done so much research and she's just filling me in on these new little um 
you know anecdotes every single day of what we can do but um it's uh, we ha- we looked at that um research as well the same research you just quoted there and it's interesting because it was 90 percent of people do uh recycle in their kitchen yeah. and 50 percent don't in the bathroom and i think one of the main takeaways from it was that we need to firstly just have some kind of um bin it doesn't actually have to be a bin it could be like a basket or something in your bathroom for recyclables most people have a bathroom bin for other stuff, but having something there so you know when you finish something, you can put it into that um, into that basket rather than just like putting it into the main bathroom bin and then that goes straight into the actual bin. Have a separation, a segregation station in your bathroom. That's yeah. the first thing I think everyone should be doing, definitely. Um, but the problem then lies in people um, quite often will throw something in the recycling um, but it won't be clean so if it's not clean then that thing's not going to be recycled and also quite often if something unclean goes into uh, a big bag of recycling and that stuff then could maybe contaminate the other recyclables in that bag so that whole bag might not be able to be recycled and you basically like really screwed everything up there right so we do need to be really careful with making sure all of the bottles and stuff are clean absolutely Um, and it is like I know it's boring you know it takes a lot of time to be rinsing things out but it's so 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 worth it and all it is is just a little rinse you know um if you've got like a squeezy bottle you need to be chopping off the top um so you can get inside and really rinsing that out um and uh don't take off any of your labels keep all your labels on so that the people know what uh when they're recycling what was actually in the bottle because there might be certain ingredients that have then contaminated that plastic or whatever the uh thing's made of Oh, that's yeah. interesting because I sometimes take the film off of bottles mm. and I think that's the right thing to do because the film can't be um, recycled yeah. but actually you should leave it on. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Lots of places I think suggest different things but I have recently been to um, some recycling plants in um, India which actually uh, were for water bottle recycling but I imagine it's very similar in that it was good for them to have the labels on in case there was like some certain... Um, substance in that bottle that can't that then therefore is contaminated that plastic and so that plastic needs to be chucked away rather than recycled oh that's That's really interesting yeah Yeah. i've definitely never thought about that yeah and um beauty recycling initiatives which ones do we all need to know about Mm. so um lots of brands from uh origins to keels um quite often do bring your products into store, your empty products into store and they will recycle them for you and they'll do sort of reward schemes. So, you know, like a coffee stamp, a card, you have the same thing for beauty products. So they'll give you a stamp and, uh, or if you bring in five, let's say they'll give you a product. So there's all, yeah. all of these, lots of brands, like, you know, I think most brands that have a high street presence now are doing one of these schemes. Um, and they're obviously all great. Um, but the only thing is, is it does encourage you to buy more. So don't always, don't think that's your only option for recycling. You know, that's obviously a great, if you need a new moisturiser, then do that. That's perfect. But don't think that that's your only option and therefore you need to get more and more products. You don't, you know. <laughs> um, but I do think one really amazing uh, scheme is being run by TerraCycle, um, who are a massive recycling uh company and they are, have got little stations all around um they do it in a lot of different uh, high street stores or in all manner of places and you can go and take your products to be recycled um through their bins so yeah they're really really good and also if you go online um they have a little f- uh, uh collection point finder so you can put in your uh, postcode and it will tell you your nearest collection point which i think is really good yeah that's brilliant yeah quite often that's often a better route than just putting it in your household recycling because 
um, every council has a different recycling uh, policy. Yeah. So not every council can recycle every single plastic or every single type of film or all of these things. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's a bit of a minefield. It's, it's literally <laughs> mental. You, like that's the issue that we had with um, that my colleague Hannah had writing this feature is that you can't really give these big sweeping statements because everywhere is different. So we've spoken briefly about, um, you know, a lot of the brands are taking small steps um, yeah. to be more sustainable. Um, so where do you see, like, the beauty industry going in the next, like, five, ten years? Yeah, well, I think we're going to see loads more innovation in packaging, which I'm really, really excited about. There's lots of um, really cool brands looking into different um, biomaterials, so finding ways to turn everyday uh, maybe food items or... Um, maybe it's something like seaweed or any material that we have an abundance of um, and finding ways to turn that into packaging, which I think is really, really interesting. Um, there's obviously lots of bioplastics out there, which, um, you know, made from things like sugarcane, which lots of brands are using, which is obviously um, definitely definitely a step in the right direction. But I think these other materials that are being made that are actually compostable or um you know, much easier to recycle than maybe plastic and has a longer lifespan in terms of recycling the plastic because plastic can only be recycled a finite amount of time. So yeah. um, so I think we're going to definitely see a lot more innovation in packaging, which I'm really, really excited about. Yeah, that's great. And what about like refillables? Um, you know, a lot of the fragrance brands mm. already do that. It's been going on for years and years. But, yeah. um, you know, do you, do you think we're going to be able to refill our lipsticks or, you know, anything yeah. like that? No, definitely. And there's, um, you know, there are a few brands already kind of doing refillables in different uh, spaces, you know, within makeup or um, within skincare. There are certain limitations to that. If you're um, refilling a skincare pot, um, you can't necessarily just take the pot and then fill it from a bigger pump because there might be certain... Um, it can get contaminated a lot easier. You need to do these in like strict uh, certain, you know, certain products need to be done in strict controlled circumstances. So they're going to be the issues that they're going to have to overcome. But I definitely think it's the way forward. The thing that needs to happen, though, for refillables to work is for consumers to um, become more loyal. Yeah. So that problem that I've always felt with refillables is that people are buying anything they want and they're you know they're buying every new thing but I definitely think the tide's turning on that so I have real hope for refillables in the future that people will start you know buying their cult serum buying their cult moisturizer and actually going and refilling that one every single time and not being such a beauty floozy yeah <laughs> not changing it's interesting because I've I started doing that like working in the beauty industry and getting you know so many products to try yeah. and there's always something new you do get easily like sort of lured in don't you you do yeah but there's so many things that I think like A&R mm. once you've found that and it's yeah. working until it stops working for you then that's when you need to change it 100%, isn't it yeah 100% so I feel like people will start to become more loyal and definitely seeing it I'm obsessed with reddit feeds I don't know if you guys ever yeah. done reddit <laughs> there's like these amazing ones where people um have checked they've checked themselves into inverted commas makeup rehab <laughs> so these people have had they they profess to having these makeup addictions or beauty addictions basically um and now they're in rehab so they are doing crazy you know amazing things to stop themselves from buying new products so they're creating these uh really complicated spreadsheets that help them work out their cost per use of these products so they have they have to keep using that product until it's down to like 
10p cost per use or all these different things or they create um these amazing uh, data graphics. So this one woman created um, her entire eyeshadow collection in this like globe shaped um, graphic. So she, and she could like spin it on her phone so you could like swipe it and it spun. And so when she was looking at new eyeshadows she might want to buy, she would first check her globe to see if she had a shade that was very close to the shade she was buying. So then she knew, I don't need that because my pet has <laughs> got the green eyeshadow or whatever. Oh so goodness. I think we definitely are seeing these people trying to like refrain from buying too much and buy, and just being more sensible beauty consumers so yeah buying the right stuff I absolutely guess. Yeah. and then if you like you say if you find that one thing that works for you you're gonna buy it again and again you yeah know? and you know we speak a lot about you know buying um beauty online yeah that's great for products that you've already tried yeah but you know stores like house of fraser you yeah. can go in and there's so many consultants there you absolutely can, you know nip around to all the counters and get yeah. that real one-to-one advice absolutely. and then you know you're buying the right thing for you completely completely and i think people um, have kind of forgotten about the joy of the beauty hall but I definitely think we're going to see a return to that as well people are going there's lots of amazing stores like House of Fraser doing really cool things to get people onto the beauty floor yeah so I feel like we're going to see more people actually you know heading in there speaking to the beauty consultants where you know for a while there I think lots of us were like maybe going into the beauty hall but like hiding from people because they didn't want to speak or they're a bit nervous about things but yeah. now you know we all want to know what is right for me what am I doing wrong you know we all want to know so yeah exactly and you do get that one-to-one like consultation completely yeah so. I mean for free exactly <laughs> exactly it's so good I think we've learned so much yeah, from that really chat. Have. It's very my first yeah. step is going to get a bin. <laughs> yes. A bathroom recycling product. bin. Yeah, do it. Definitely. <laughs> so, Shannon, if our listeners want to um, get in touch with you or keep up to date with everything that you're doing, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram, as is everybody. Um, I'm at Shannon R. Peter. Um, but then you can also find... Um, some beauty advice um, from me and my team at um, on Instagram at Stylist Magazine or at stylist.co.uk. Thank you so much. That was incredible. Um, yeah, we can't wait to get on with our recycling and being better beauty consumers. Mm. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much to Shannon for coming on. You can really take advantage at the moment because there's an incredible offer on. So just to remind you, that is £10 off for every £50 you spend. So if you want to shop a little bit more like me um, and want to spend like a £150, that would be £30 off. So it's a really, really great one to take advantage of. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So every episode, we are going to hear from the beauty team at House of Fraser. Um, today, we're joined by Jamie, Maeve and Sarah from the buying team and Gabby from the marketing team. And as we've got such an incredible offer on at the moment, we are going to hear about some of the beauty team's absolute hero products. So those products that you literally can't live without. They've been in your makeup bag for years or you know that they're going to be in your makeup bag for years. First, let's start with Sarah from the buying team. What What's your absolute favorite beauty product so my favorite product is definitely the new charlotte tilbury airbrush flawless foundation so everyone in the team knows how obsessed i am about charlotte tilbury (laughs) and um, she's just launched a new foundation so she's been really working on the formula for a long time and um, i've managed to try it the last week and it's really long wearing it's quite a full coverage, but it's definitely buildable as well. And it really does give you that flawless looking finish. Have you got it on now? I do. It looks, it genuinely looks amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so kind of you. But my top tip to apply is definitely to use her complexion brush. So it's a two in one brush and it comes with like a large flat head on one side. So you can just quickly go in and do your base. And on the other end, it's got the angled small head brush. So then I go back in and do like all my concealing under my eyes and then around my nose as well. Brilliant. So how does that differ from the other Charlotte Tilbury foundations? So it's a bit of a hybrid product. So she's managed to build in her magic skincare, as she calls it. So um, it's got this new ingredient called Replexium. Um, and it's supposed to reduce the appearance of wrinkles by 22% after using the foundation for eight weeks. Wow. So many um, brands at the moment are doing products with skincare benefits as well. So like makeup with skincare benefits. It seems to be a bit of a trend, doesn't it? It definitely is. And I think it's so important because everyone is taking so much more care of their skin at the moment and so if you can get a product which does both obviously it utilizes the time much better can't wait to try that one gabby let's move on to you what's your hero beauty product so i have to say i think it's going to have to be the clinique moisture surge moisturizer it's amazing because i've got such dry combination skin and essentially it's this light refreshing gel that's got aloe water in it and I just find it goes on my face so easily and it leaves me looking so dewy um but also hydrating my skin as well knowing that you have dry skin like well I've never have known that you had dry skin like looking at you and so is this and you'd never normally think like a gel would be enough for dry skin so is it does it feel quite rich yeah that's what's so amazing about it is it's so light but for some reason there is this richness to it um and I always am quite skeptical about gels myself because I never think you can get a proper moisture from it yeah but Clinique has just defied all odds with this product um and what's really nice as well is it's not just for people with dry skin it's genuinely for people with all skin types so whether you've even got oily skin dry combination it works for all so that's my favorite product and I think what's great about it as well is it's only around 30 pounds um so it's quite accessible for everyone and you get a good amount as well um and it's just nice because anyone can use it sounds brilliant um so jamie what's what's your favorite product so i have to say my favorite product at the moment is the givenchy prism libre setting powder 
definitely didn't say that correctly, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, it's a loose powder. It comes in four little compartments that combine to create the perfect shade. So it's available in five shades, but I use the number five satin blanc. Um, that's probably the most universal shade. Um, but all the colours mix together and they just really complement my skin tone. Um, I find that it's great because it mattifies my skin. Um, my skin is a little bit oily, but it still adds a touch of radiance. So it doesn't look too flat. I've still got a nice little glow. Um, and it's great that it contains vitamin E for antioxidant protection, which is added skincare benefit. It's a great price. It's under £40, so really accessible. Because the packaging, like Givenchy packaging, is amazing, isn't it? It's stunning. It's such a beautiful little box that you just you want on your dressing table. Brilliant. And um, Maeve, what's your favourite product? My absolute favourite product is the Advanced Night Repair Intense Reset Concentrate. Wow! Which is the <laughs> longest name in the world. Um, this is the newest launch from Estee Lauder Advanced Night Repair line, um, and it's unbelievable I'm sold you use it after your ANR serum so for those that don't know um ANR has been around for years and years hasn't it and it's yeah. a real it's a real cult product at the moment and all ages can use it um and then this new concentrate is an additional product that you use on top um it's when your skin is a little bit stressed out you've irritation inflammation so you use it at night over your original ANR and it has 15 times more hyaluronic acid than the original. So your skin is more plump and hydrated in the morning. It's a really great product. Amazing. So this is like your emergency concentrate. Exactly. So you don't use it every night. You only use it at times when your skin is really irritated. So how much is that? So it's £59 for 20 mil. And as I said, you don't use it every night. So a little bit goes a long way and it will last you. And it's definitely a product to keep in your beauty cabinet for when you really need it. Yeah, sounds great. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the original A&R, so I cannot wait to try this one. So Holly, let's finish with our recommendations. What's yours at the moment? So my favourite product at the moment that I'm using every single day is the YSL Touche Claire High Cover. And it's basically a really illuminating concealer. So it's great to use under your eyes. I suffer with quite bad dark circles. So I find this really helpful. Um, it also has vitamin E and caffeine, which you'll find in a lot of eye creams. Yeah. Um, so it's great for a multi-purpose product that you can just put on in the morning quickly. We're seeing this a lot, aren't we? Like all the makeup brands bringing out products with skincare benefits. Yeah. So it's another one. Yeah, it's um, definitely a trend. It makes so much sense because it saves you time. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so how different is it to the original Touche Claire? So it just has more coverage, which means that you can also use it on any blemishes, on any scars. Like me, if you do suffer from dark circles, the previous one, it's very illuminating, but I wouldn't say it covers that much, so this yeah. is probably better for you. I think my favourite product at the moment is the Urban Decay All Nighter Setting Spray. There's so many events that you have to go to where you need your makeup to last all day, and by, like, two o'clock, it's gone, it's off your face. So I find spritzing this all over my face, it literally is like super glue on your skin. Like, it, it doesn't move a muscle, it, it's perfect. So, And it's only 24 quid, so that's great. So all of these products are available at houseoffraser.co.uk and as I mentioned earlier you can really take advantage at the moment because there's an incredible offer on so there's £10 off for every £50 you spend right through until the 2nd of October. 
So I think that's all we've got time for in this episode. Shannon completely blew me away with all that knowledge and I'm definitely going to be taking away a lot of what she told us about. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to the beauty team as well. So as with every product we speak about on this podcast they're all available in store or selected stores of house of fraser and also www.houseoffraser.co.uk thanks so much for listening make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can keep up to date with all of our episodes and also follow us on instagram at house of fraser thank you so much see you next time